0: about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World
1: Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
0: Thank God it's Monday. That's all I got to tell you. It is Thank God it's Monday. Uh, now we can uh, start fighting again. How's that sound? How's everybody doing? How was your weekend? Mine was... Uh, unbelievable in a very positive way. I'll explain how, uh, how that, uh, transpired. I did, uh, my second, I guess, uh, uh, uh witness, uh, slash speech before a group of uh, people who are patriotic and awesome. I did it in Pennsylvania, and it was it uh, it was uh, it was an amazing event. I'm going to share details on that coming up here very shortly. It was much more than I ever could have imagined, and I met a lot of really cool people. And the one thing that I learned is that uh, the American people are really tired of all this crap, all of this crap that's going on uh, that has been uh, precipitated by uh, Democrats and uh, and uh, Joe Biden, and uh, we're all just done with it. We're just done with it. That's why I couldn't wait to Monday day to get back into the fight because we got a lot of fighting to do a lot of anti-semitism that has been allowed to uh rise in the country because we all know and we all learned i guess when uh, when uh, 9-11 happened that uh uh what uh, radical islam does is they uh they uh, sucker punch you and then they run and hide until they can get stronger and uh when the united states does stupid crap like i don't know leave billion dollars worth of military hardware in Afghanistan projecting weakness around the world, then uh, radical Islam is going to make a comeback, and it appears to be doing so. So uh, what do we have to do? Well, every single day, we got to be committed to, uh, how do I put this gingerly? Oh, yeah, kick its ass. I think that's what we need to do. So uh, a lot of things happening, uh, uh, and, and for some reason, we have politicians on Capitol Hill who are tiptoeing around the second holocaust. They are afraid to uh, offend people, they are afraid to call out their colleagues when they literally uh, cause violence with their speech and possibly may have resulted in the murder of a Jewish person, an anti-Semitic murder in Rashida Tlaib's district. It actually happened in Rashida Tlaib's district. Yeah, a prominent uh, Jewish Democrat murdered in Rashida Tlaib's district after Rashida Tlaib repeated a lie about a hospital bombing in uh, Gaza that didn't happen. Oh, and and a a quick note on that real quick. So the media, our American media, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, what they did last week was they disregarded any investigative reporting, they disregarded any facts whatsoever, and they chose to bed down with an organization that is it once the second Holocaust. The Holocaust was the final solution. Uh, fortunately, we were able to take down Adolf Hitler. Thank you very much. Uh, and, and it's made a comeback. And this time... The same people who brought you the first Holocaust have the same thing in mind. Except for it's not just uh, Adolf Hitler and his uh, sycophants in Germany. It's spread around the world. It is spread around the world. And so I'd like to say this. For many years, we've kind of uh, uh, tiptoed around the the possibility of this all-out holy war with radical Islam. and, And it could happen and all that. And... And uh, Radical Islam has been blowing the snot out of innocent people and raping and murdering and uh, 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 blowing up airplanes in flight, flying them into buildings. Uh, They've been murdering people at Olympics. They've been, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, murdering people like uh, the the rape. Uh, barbarian uh, attack of Israeli citizens at a music festival and then their kibbutzes and all of that and you know maybe instead of kicking this can down the road again maybe the world needs to come together to, uh, to root out, find those who would foment uh, violence and commit acts of violence in the, in the, uh, in the uh, name of Islam. Maybe it's just time to end this now. How about that? Do I think that's going to happen with Joe Biden in office? Oh, hell no. No, I don't expect it to happen when Joe Biden's in office. Because as far as I know, he may have actually been paid by somebody. You know, he's been paid by everybody else. He's been paid by all of our enemies around the world for, uh, for policy. And, uh, and people have ponied up mega-turbo gigantic amounts of money in places like uh, China and Ukraine. And now we even find out in the Middle East to some degree. So Joe Biden sold, uh, sold us down the river to enrich his family, and now we are seeing the fruits of all of this absolute corruption. We are. So with all of this talk of anti-Semitism and, and with Democrats literally on Capitol Hill supporting an anti-Semite who's fomenting violence and then other Democrats saying, well, we can't, uh, we can't tell uh, universities that they can't have uh, uh, you know, anti-Semites working there and, and uh, we, we can't tell universities that they can't uh, openly uh, uh, want to get rid of all the Jews and finish off the Holocaust. No, 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 we can't do that. So, uh, you know, these are, these are remarkable times, and, and ultimately we are going to win. Good is going to win, but I'm going to tell you, these tribulations are going to get pretty deep and steep, and we're going to have to crawl over them, and you know what? We're going to have to crawl over them with the good people of the world, we're going to have to uh, partner with our our dear friends and uh, and allies, Israel, and uh, maybe it's about time that we uh, we open the can of whoop ass on uh, on uh, radical Islam. What do you say, everybody? What do you say? We do that. We just open up a can of you know what on uh, on the uh, on the radical Islamists who've been uh, committing acts of violence and murder for decades and decades and decades. And I'm honestly just kind of. Kind of sick and tired of it. Just kind of uh, sick and tired of it. So uh, before we launch into the audio, and and Lindsey Graham on Newsmax, he went after a Newsmax reporter just asking, Senator, are you going to do anything about Rashida Tlaib? Are you going to say anything about the, uh, the eight uh, radicals in, uh, in Congress who are all for uh, promoting uh, Hamas, who are all down with what Hamas did to the innocent people in Israel? Are you going to do anything about that? And, and Lindsey Graham went off on the Newsmax reporter. All right, I will get to that in just a moment. It is blockbuster audio, and I'll have it for you. But let's start with this, shall we?
1: Our new theme song for Gaza. Send them off to paradise, put up a parking lot. Send them off to paradise. Carpet bomb them, let's give it all we got. Pave it over. Woo, woo. A must. they need to go And we'll all be better off when they're gone Send them to paradise, put up a parking lot Pew, 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 boom! Jump Joe Biden, he wants a hundred mil. Yeah, you're not gonna get it, Joey. Ain't gonna happen. For the same thugs that behead and kill Oh, sleepy Joe, a must. you're helping out with this cash down to resign, a true leader you are not. Yeah, you're not
0: gonna be around much longer.
1: Send them to paradise, put up a parking lot. Boom! Pew, pew, pew! Bomb hummus and put up a parking lot.
0: And it looks like Israel's going to do that. And I uh, just want to wish them Godspeed. And as far as I'm concerned, give Israel the $100 billion altogether. Just give them every dime of it. Because you know the money, the $14 billion that's going to be spent on the border that Joe Biden is promising? You know what that's for? It's for precipitating more people to come into the country. I wanted you to know that. It'll cover all of their transportation costs and their hotel rooms and everything. That's what it is. It's not about building a wall. It's not about stopping it. Uh, the sixty billion dollars for uh, Ukraine. <laughs> wait till you hear what. Wait till you hear what Mitch McConnell said about it. He said that sixty billion dollars to Ukraine is rebuilding our manufacturing sector. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just like Rosie the Riveter uh, saved us. <laughs> This is so... Rosie the Riveter uh, brought us out of the uh, Great Depression, but uh, now it, it looks like uh, Ukraine is going <laughs> to rebuild our manufacturing sector. So that's coming up. But listen to this. This is the good stuff, because I love it when uh, when Israel, they don't mess around, right? And, and as far as I'm concerned, Israel, don't listen to a damn word coming out of this administration. Go in there, do whatever you have to do to raise R-A-Z-E Gaza and end this crisis crap i wish you the best so israel's internal uh, security service it's called the shin bet has created a new unit it's called neely nili, n-i-l-i couldn't you come up with something better couldn't you come up with something like operation Kickbutt or i don't know whose mission is to find and kill every single individual who participated in the hamas terror attack on october the 7th which by the way is september the 11th write that down october 7th Equals September the 11th, okay? September the 11th. Just write that down. October the 7th needs to be remembered as September the 11th. So you don't forget that. A lot of people are letting you go behind this. They, you know, they want to move past it. You've got uh, this, this argument that uh, Israel blew up a hospital. It never happened because they wanted to cover up for October the 7th. They wanted to forget that October the 7th was actually September the 11th for Israel. That's what they try to do every day I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna remind you what happened October the seventh because what happened to the hospital in Gaza never happened but the left and radical Islam wanted a trigger they wanted a trigger and they had some useful dupes like Rashida Tlaib who would parrot the nonsense and think that everybody would agree and it turned out to be a lie so Rashida Tlaib uh, uh, fomented rage and anger and possibly violence promoting a lie while covering up one of the worst incidences of inhumanity in world history just two weeks ago on October the 7th and by the way all of the protests that happened on Capitol Hill which by the way Rashida Talib fomented insurrection in our capital, parroting a lie out front okay all of that that was locked and loaded. All of that is pre-planned, prepared, bought and paid for AstroTurf bullcrap its It is. It didn't just pop up. It was ready to go. And the left was sitting on it. They were waiting for, like the George Floyd uh, uh, thing in summer 2020, locked and loaded. They were ready to go. All we need is a black guy. Give us a black guy killed by a white cop. We have got this. We are going to blow up the, the country the summer of 2020. We're going to cover up all of the, the lies about George Floyd's killing and whatnot. No, that's what they did with the hospital attack. It's kind of weird. And they did it to foment rage and riots for an entire summer. And they want to do it again, except for they're doing it now. And they wanted to use the hospital bombing, supposedly, as the trigger. Well, it turns out hospital bombing never happened. Now, to the radical left, to uh, Hamas supporters, uh, uh, Hezbollah and whatnot, they're never going to get the truth. And they wouldn't even listen to the truth if it happened. But the rest of us do, and we know that ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, NPR, all of, the letter, all of the letter networks were down with promoting a new Holocaust. Yeah, I said it. So all of those networks who lied about it, lied about it, listened to Hamas, read their press releases went on the air, said that it happened, Israel was at fault, tried to erase the October the 7th. All of those networks, you need to never watch again because they can never be trusted. They can never be trusted. They did the same thing that the German media did during World War II. They did the same thing that uh, Pravda and Izvestia did for the Soviet Union. Our media did it, except for Newsmax. Thank you very much. And that's why you need to turn them off. They have no more sway. They hold no sway over us anymore. 60 Minutes last night was... 60 Minutes is officially just communist propaganda. It is worthless. They threw in an interview with Pink, but the rest of it was all about bullcrap propaganda. So the positive is the left and uh, anti-Semitism has reared its ugly head, but it is being shown for what it is and it has been exposed where it is and who it is and now we can kick its butt how does that sound i think so i think it sounds good some amazing audio from lindsey graham calling out a newsmax reporter for simply saying yo rashida talib is an anti-semite who espoused violence against jews are you going to do something about that and lindsey graham had our reporter nearly thrown out that's coming up here's the number 809226680 this is the rob carson show it is the rob carson show Monday edition had a uh, very exciting uh, weekend over the uh, over the weekend. Of course, because <laughs> it was the weekend, I uh, went to uh, Pennsylvania. I was invited to come to uh, Pennsylvania to speak to a freedom conference in uh, in Harrisburg, and uh, had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, and uh, met a lot of you who are very concerned about the country, about where we're going, and uh, and about Israel. And um, uh, I will I uh, will give you a full report on that. We did have some fun with it. We did have a we did have a lot of fun with it, um, and and I uh, I I had some a comic a comedy. What what is saying? It was a comedy of errors to some degree. I'll share very shortly how we made the most of it. Um, this is the media's reaction last week to um, a massive attack. On uh, Israelis in Israel, uh, uh, Israeli citizens being murdered by Hamas, and I said Hamas—that's the way everybody does it. I like to call them Damas—is what I like to uh, like to call them. But the media went uh, went bananas on. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to restart my computer. My computer is being really weird, and it's not playing the damn sound bites that I want. So I'm gonna have to get back to that in one second. <clears throat> but uh, who knows? I might be being sabotaged. Really, honestly, I have no idea what the hell's going on. Sometimes I kind of wonder. They just suddenly, everything just, just suddenly start stops working. Like it, like it's doing right now. Like it's doing right now. Tom Cotton says that um, it looks like uh, President Biden's $105 billion foreign aid request is dead on arrival. Is dead on arrival before it even uh, even was, there was a uh, attempted. Great opportunity. Oh, there we go. Hold it there. and Now it started. So the $105 billion foreign request is uh, aid is, uh, is dead on arrival. The slush fund proposal is dead. Uh, and this is uh, from, uh, uh, from Tom Cotton. He says, we will not spend $11.8 billion to fund the Ukrainian government's uh, own non-war spending, such as funding retirement pensions for Ukrainian government employees, nor will we spend $4.7 billion for housing, transportation, and services for illegal aliens in the United States, rather than deporting them. Biden has requested $61 billion for Ukraine... And while, while Israel is, uh, is suffering through its, uh, the biggest threat in its history, Joe Biden's offering them a $14 billion bone. That's what it is. Here's the media. This is the media's reaction. This is the media to Hamas creating a story that didn't exist about a hospital being bombed by Israel. And the media, of course, completely falling for the nonsense. For dif-
2: disinformation, especially on
0: social media. I caution you to be very careful about what you choose to believe and on what basis I agree. The horrific scene at a hospital in gaza today an
1: explosion that killed more than 500 people the government in Gaza says the Israeli Defense Forces uh, struck a hospital in the center of Gaza City. Mm. An airstrike hit a Gaza City hospital. Yeah,
0: it didn't happen. Hospital not yeah, know if you knew that, It's
2: because of an alleged Israeli airstrike on a hospital in Gaza that Hamas health officials say killed more than 500 people. And when you're talking about 500 people, you have to wonder how many of those people are innocent civilians. That minimum, hundreds of people
1: have been killed in what they say was an Israeli was airstrike. Where a hospital was caved in. Killing These are
0: all, this is CNN, ABC, NBC, PBS, NPR, MSNBC. all of them listening to Hamas and saying,
1: oh yeah, we believe them. Hundreds and stranding an untold number under the concrete. Yeah,
0: the problem was it was all a massive lie. And Rashida Talib is a radical squad member who is an anti-Semite. Radical Islamists. Here's what she said right before a whole bunch of radical anti-Semite Islamists went into our capital and, and, and disrupted it.
2: Continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital with children...
0: Yeah, and it was a giant lie. It was a gigantic lie. And and Lindsey Graham got called out by a Newsmax reporter. His name is Daniel Cohen. He's an Israeli. And Lindsey Graham, rather than uh, listening to the question about, uh, about Rashida Tlaib, who lied about a hospital attack and uh, has fomented violence against Israelis, possibly even the murder of one in Rashida Tlaib's district, here's what Lindsey did. I took a moment and asked
2: all the senators and anybody on stage. Okay,
0: we don't have time to play that. I promise you I will play it next. And then I am told that Mr. Cohen is going to be on the show next hour to describe what happened. When you hear what Lindsey Graham did to Mr. Cohen of Newsmax, you're going to go, Huh, why are they circling the wagons around our enemies in Congress? That's on the way. This is The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. It's time to make common sense. Common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. Uh, Lindsey Graham goes off on Newsmax. Israeli correspondent Daniel Cohen in Tel Aviv. Listen. It
2: got testy. Senator Graham didn't like that question. My family lives here. I made Aliyah two years ago. So this is personal. I know many people were sent from the United States and there's international press uh, from around the world. And I heard every single one of you voicing your support, for Israel fervently stridently and, and I heard that and I received that into my heart and so on behalf of my family and and people I'm, I'm an American and an Israeli citizen I say thank you but it starts at home and, and I'd like to ask any Democrat senator here that would like to speak to Rashida Tlaib she still has a tweet up condemning Israel for a hospital attack
1: we are here together not to talk about the problems at home which are many it's a fair I've question I've got my Senator. own view of what to say. You're but not going to screw this up. I'm not trying to screw it Get up. Get this guy out of here.
0: Wow, why what that question was going to screw up. I guess Lindsey Graham uh, in the American delegation being there and how dare Daniel Cohen say something so audacious that wasn't audacious. He Daniel Cohen is on the Newsmax hotline from Israel right now. Good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you for finding the time today, Daniel. Uh we're glad to have you on. Uh, so tell me what happened? What happened at this conference when you you set up this this compassionate question, Hey, not only am I a reporter, I'm also Israeli, and and don't you yeah. think you ought to take stuff what what happened? Why did this
2: meltdown happen? Well, it wasn't a bad question. Here's the thing, Rob, look, I'm gonna flash forward and flashback in this conversation, both, okay? I'm actually standing right now outside the Army base in Israel in Tel Aviv, and I just watched forty three minutes of unedited. Hamas terror footage the things that you've seen on social media that had been pixelized some of the things that have been edited I just saw unedited footage and I'll tell you it was like watching 9-11 and the Holocaust with how with callous it was the the barbarism uh, Babies being shot so many times so many bullet holes. I could barely count Uh, Eyes gouged out the level of the things that you've heard. It's true now. Why am I saying that? yesterday Senator Graham leads a bipartisan group, uh, a delegation. There were five Republicans, five Democrats, and they had just come from the Kyria in Tel Aviv, central Tel Aviv, that is military command. And they were just shown, I don't know if it was exactly what I saw today that turned my stomach and almost made me want to throw up, or, uh, or what they were shown, but I assume it was the same. And so when I asked the question, if you heard specifically, the question was, why hasn't there been stronger condemnation and I asked, do any of the Democrats? Well, I mean, it's a, I thought it's a softball question, Rob. I mean, my goodness, Rashida Tlaib still has a tweet up right now blaming Israel for a hospital strike that we know was a lie. It was a failed Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket from Gaza. And they overinflated the, the, everyone, the whole media, took Hamas's word, which is a terror organization, ran with it, and uh, and everybody started reporting it, only to realize, oh, okay, maybe that's not how it went down. So the the interaction with Lindsey Graham, which I thought was pretty fair, I thought it was a reasonable question. It, you know, would any of the Democrats want to want to condemn? And he stepped right up, and, and you heard. So you heard the back and forth. I'm am t- for freedom of speech, but get this guy out of here. It was, wow. and I'll tell you, Rob, I have no beef with Lindsey Graham. I I'm, I'm glad that there are ten senators here. There were five senators last week, and the president. Fifteen percent of the Senate and the president have been in Israel. They're trying to free hostages. They're trying to do, I believe, what in their, when their heart is best. But, uh, yeah, that was a curious exchange.
0: I can't imagine what you have seen and, and I've heard of these videos and I have debated about whether or not I need to see them uh, 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 for me Holocaust has has always been a paramount since I was a child in my memory uh, so I don't need to be reminded of the cruelty but, it, but they really did one of the most barbaric acts October the 7th as I like to say is September the 11th and for some reason our mainstream media was ready to go locked and loaded with a distraction from a second Holocaust in Israel, I can't believe this, Daniel, right. and as someone who is so connected to Israel, uh, how do you feel about this as as an Israeli? I don't know if you're a Jew or if you're, you know, yeah. but but my God in heaven, uh, what we have seen is is uh, some of the same fear, some of the same barbarity, even worse than the Holocaust. And yet we have people you know. like Lindsey Graham who aren't willing to to tell Rashida Tlaib, you're, aw- you're wrong on this.
2: Shut up. Right, right. You know, I, I want to say one other thing. Um, Lindsey Graham did apologize, and uh, he said, "Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but my nerves are raw." And uh, you know, my response, and I even in thinking is, "Yeah, everyone in Israel, everyone's nerves are raw. We've had 7,400 rockets fired since October 7th." And immediately, I'm not sure if you have the time to play it, uh, Rob, or if you have it. But right after that, my question was asked. The news conference concluded. Susan Collins, Senator from Maine walked up to me, she approached me, and she said, I'm very sorry for what Senator Graham said to you. And yes. I said, yeah, and she condemned Hamas. Well, easy! She said, and if you can't say that decapitating babies is wrong, that burning bodies alive is wrong, I mean, this is not hard stuff. My, my grandmother is a Holocaust survivor. She was in two concentration camps. Uh, she just died, just before 99th birthday, uh, a year and a half ago. And so, you know, it, of course it touches home. And for me, I'm not a war correspondent that was sent here from the United States or from another country. I live here. My family's here. My wife and my kids, my 11-year-old son, my 9-year-old daughter, my 6-year-old girl. This is my life. This is my community. And I was trying to be as empathetic and just kind of that question even to Senator Graham as I could. So, look, again, I have no beef with him. I, I hope that, uh, you know, I, I'm not for, for civilians being killed. I, I want this over like everyone else, but I do understand Israel cannot allow Hamas, if if there's a ceasefire called, I mean, Israel cannot allow them to just regroup and do whatever barbarism they want to do again. So I don't know what the way forward is. I'm not a military strategist or general, but I'm living it, I'm reporting it, and I'm just trying to be a watchman on the walls of Jerusalem here, sharing the truth from the land for an audience that I think really just wants the truth and doesn't want to get the filtered down, watered down. What do you say on your show? Common sense. I'm just trying to give the common sense, like, hey, this this is what happened here.
0: Daniel, I have never seen anything like this, and, and the most troubling thing for me, and I'm a Catholic, but I've always had a yeah. brotherhood with the Jewish people. I've always had a brotherhood yeah. with my, my, my brothers and sisters in, in uh, Israel and my Jewish brothers and sisters. I always have. And I'm seeing the hallmarks of the same bullcrap that the world went through in World War II except for on steroids. We've got thousands of people, 100,000 people rallying for Hamas and the, the, uh, the Palestinians in London we've seen it in New York City I mean what does this say to you what does this say to your kids and your family your 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 grandmother the Holocaust survivor dear God what well, what is this saying to all of them that we've forgotten it took eighty years eighty years we have not forgotten the Holocaust but we already have forgotten about one that happened October the 7th what does that say about what radical Islam right. has been able to do since 9-11
2: I want to just say this, Rob, right? I know that everybody is really, really emotional, especially on this issue. Uh, But for me, I am a believer. uh, Also, I'm a deep man of faith. My family as well. And no matter who's in the White House, no matter who's in the—whoever the Prime Minister of Israel is, you know, God is on the throne. And what is happening is not a surprise to him. It is a surprise to me that uh, there has been such a—it feels like a festering rot in the United States um, of uh, I don't know, college campuses like you were describing, the large cities and, and that's why I feel like we can't be silent because when my grandmother, when her family was all rounded up and, and executed people were like, oh, it's not going to happen here, oh, it's, not, it's over there oh, it's just the squad, it's just these four, oh, five, oh, six oh, and now we see no uh, and, and the, the things on social media that are being said, they should have killed more Jews, uh, it's not oh just pro, free by the way, I want to say this too, you, Robin, and be very clear, because when, if you hear the chant, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. From the river is the Jordan River. From the sea is the Mediterranean. And everything that sits between the river and the sea is Israel. So when someone says that, if your son or daughter in college are chanting that, if you hear someone saying that, what they're talking about is destruction, the destruction of Israel and the creation of Palestine, which, by the way, Palestine is a Roman word. It means invaders from the sea. It comes from Philistia. So there is no intrinsic claim to this land for the Palestinian people. Here's a quick Bible lesson. King David, 3,000 years ago, proclaimed Jerusalem the capital of the Jewish people, of the Jewish state. Islam yes. was created in between the 6th and 7th century. So long before Islam was even a thing, the Jews were already living in Israel. You know about the temples, you know about everything else, and if you've been to Israel... It's marvelous. But, uh, yeah, it's a really sensitive time right now. Everybody is on edge. And, uh, anyway. uh, Daniel,
0: I I just want to thank you for for – I think I, I want to thank you for for finding the time for us today, because I know that there's so much going on over there, and and I know want you to know that I believe all of this uh, these protests are are uh, are completely in, inorganic. They are they have been locked and loaded and ready to go. And if you look at polling in the United States, sixty plus percent of Americans know this is bullcrap. Only thirteen percent of Americans support Palestine and the nonsense. So I hope you're able to see through that, because I do believe that the good people of America, Christians, Jews, even Islam, Islamics, they will come together for this. So uh, I want to thank you for what you did yesterday, exposing what you did yesterday with Lindsey Graham. I'm not sure... Sure. Why are they not? Why is Lindsey Graham not willing to just say Rashida to What you said is wrong. What you did, we need to investigate you. We need to censure you. We need to possibly remove right. you because what may you may have done was incite people to go into our capital, and then there was a, a Jewish person who was murdered in her district. I right. mean, what That's what, what right. do you what do you have to say to that now with Lindsey Graham? Yeah. Now that things have calmed down, Lindsey, what do you have
2: to say to him now? One more quick thing, Robert. I don't. I don't know if we have to wrap it up here. Uh, words have power, Ilhan Omar and AOC and Rashida Tlaib, words have power. And everyone in Israel is looking to the United States and they're looking at the leadership and they want to know what's being said. And when the people in the halls of Congress are saying what they're saying and can't condemn a baby being decapitated, my goodness, the things that I saw today, I will never be able to unsee. And I prayed long and hard with my wife. I said, I don't know if I want to see this. But because of my grandmother, who's a Holocaust survivor, because of all the Jews around the world who've been persecuted in one way or another, I said, I had a duty to do it. And I'll just say this, Psalm 122, 6 says, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, this isn't about Gaza. What we're watching here, it's not about Gaza. It's about Jerusalem. It's about the capital of the Jewish state. That's what it's all about. And the prayers of the righteous man are powerful and effective. And so I say, please, everyone, pray. Just pray for peace in Jerusalem and, uh, and pray for wise, pray for wisdom. And that uh, God, like I said, God is on the throne. I believe that wholeheartedly. Nothing happens that he doesn't know about already. (laughs) As shocking as some of the things that we've seen and heard about in the last days and weeks are. uh, And so I just encourage you, no matter matter what you believe, pray. And if you know someone who's Jewish, call them. I promise we are not okay. And if you know someone in Israel, definitely call them and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you because no one here is okay.
0: Daniel, um, I remember when I was in seventh grade, I was invited uh, in our history class. We had a choice to watch a documentary called Night in Fog. This is about 1978-79. It's a whole different ballgame. We weren't exposed to the violence of modern media back then. But I remember watching that. I remember the day I watched it. It, It's burned into my soul forever, that that documentary. I've taken it with me. And that, that, that talking points could overtake what happened October the 7th. I know I, I know that we are in a battle of good and evil in our country and around the world, Daniel. And yeah. and I know that yeah. good is going to win. Thank you for being there. Thanks for for suffering these abuses and usurpations and, and going through this and realize I believe the lion's share of the American people are behind the state of Israel, the survival of Israel, and, and our prayers are with you as well, my brother.
2: Amen. Number six, may the Lord bless you and keep you, and uh, and may that emanate to your entire audience as well. Rob Carson, you're a treasure. All right. Thank
0: you. God bless you, bro. We'll have you on. If you get time later in the week, I want to have you on. Thank you for what you're doing. I appreciate
2: it. you anytime.
0: anytime. All right, brother. Also, I want to mention John Huddy. John Huddy, uh, I started watching John Huddy a few years ago on Newsmax, and uh, have seen him been uh, you know anchoring, and, and now he's over there, and, and he did a uh, report from a kibbutz that uh, slaughter had happened the other day, and it just it shredded me that people are brave enough, like Daniel and John Huddy are are brave enough. To to witness these things and bring them to us is incredibly important. What we've said for 80 years never forget. Why is it that so many were able to forget what just happened two weeks ago? I'm not going to do that. Uh, more audio. I want to share a little bit more from uh, Lindsey Graham and Daniel Cohen, and then we're going to move into some other audio of, uh, of Democrats, and they're unbelievable and unacceptable response to the uh, to the murder and mayhem that Hamas has caused in Gaza. Let's take or in Israel. Let's take a break and come back. This my friends is the Rob Carson show.
2: My family lives here. I made aliyah 2 years ago. So this is personal. I know many people were sent from the United States and there's international press uh, from around the world. And I heard every single one of you voicing your support for Israel fervently, stridently. And, and I heard that, and I received that into my heart. And so on behalf of my family and, and people, I'm, I'm an American and an Israeli citizen, I say thank you.
0: And what a terrible setup by uh, Daniel Cohen from Newsmax for, uh, for uh, a question for Lindsey Graham, to which uh, Lindsey Graham said,
2: remove this man. But it starts at home. And, and I'd like to ask any Democrat senator here that would like to speak to Rashida Tlaib. I mean, Israel for a hospital attack.
1: We... Are here together not to talk about the problems at home which are many it's a fair I've question I've my Senator. own view of what to say
2: you're but not going to
1: screw this up I'm not trying to screw it Get up how did he screw it up this guy out of here now let I me tell here. you
2: I'm an Israeli I want an yeah. answer to the question
1: Please. I'm an American and I am too and I believe in free speech I don't believe what the squad has to say Thank at you. all but I came here with Democrats and Republicans to let everybody in the world know, don't judge every Democrat by the squad, and don't judge every Republican by some of the things you hear.
0: I don't believe anybody said that. I don't believe anyone said that, Senator. Now, here's a senator uh, apologizing to Daniel Cohen for saying that. Do
1: our job in the Senate. We need to pass a bill that will help Israel, help Ukraine. That's at least what I think. I think the house will show up. And I'm sorry my friend, I probably shouldn't have said it, but my nerves are raw right. Well, I now.
0: understand that. But you know what? You said was bu- what you just said was bull crap, too.
2: I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm Israeli, and them showing up, uh you know, a lot of people that I speak to say well, what are these senators doing here? Is this a photo op? I don't believe it's a photo op. I believe that they legit- legitimately and genuinely want to help. After that back and forth that you just saw that was real and raw and emotional. You you heard it and saw it on both sides. Uh Senator Susan Collins from Maine, came up to me. She apologized. She said, I'm sorry for what Senator Graham said. And she said, anybody who can't condemn babies being decapitated, shot in the head, Holocaust survivors murdered, tortured, burned alive, this is not a hard thing.
0: Yeah, it is not a hard thing. And honestly, uh, no more press should be giving to these uh, radicals who are uh, turning places like uh, New York City and London upside down for a lie. Here is Daniel Cohen from Newsmax talking about the silence following Rashida Tlaib. uh, Not only her uh, fomenting a uh, riot on Capitol Hill, but also may have got someone killed in her district. The Democrat activist, prominent Detroit synagogue president stabbed to death in Rashida Tlaib's district.
2: I wasn't trying to throw a grenade on the news conference. I wasn't trying to make it about me. I was asking... What every Israeli wants to know. Everybody yes. here is watching and listening to what people, especially leadership in the United States and from the halls of Congress, yes. are saying about Israel. President Biden has not yet condemned Rashida Tlaib. Ilhan Omar, who have been given opportunities, reporter walking right next to them. I bet you've seen the video. Yep. What do you have to say about children being beheaded, babies being shot, babies being with, dismembered? They said nothing. They sat in silence. Ilhan Omar called out the report.
0: When they first came for, I was silent.
2: I hope that they can use their political sway, muscle, that it creates some favor, and uh and, and this is
0: uh, daniel talking to uh, lydia sirana on newsmax by the way
2: it helps in a positive way daniel you know you did a good job when they tried to kick you out of the news conference uh-huh. was that- i've never been yelled at by a u.s senator before and he did He's, he said he actually said get this guy know, out of here i know and i just said I, I, why why i'm an israeli and this is my home why yes. would i get out I, I just would like someone to answer the question yeah that's not a hard question and no. it's not a hard thing to answer <laughs> It's sick and wrong to decapitate a baby. You it's hit a wrong, nerve. Sick and, and the, wrong to burn people alive. You hit a nerve yeah. and that inflammatory rhetoric There's no
0: dithering allowed here. We've got to make a decisive decision to wipe Hamas off the face of the earth and radical Islam. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. All right, so coming up, George Floyd's death was a lie, just like the Israeli hospital bombing. Mitch McConnell says, stop asking about his health. He's fine. Now send money to Ukraine. And Joe Biden's $200,000
2: check from his bro. Oh, yeah. That's all in the second hour. Don't go anywhere.